Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. So goals part three, we covered goals part one. If you haven't seen that, go back and watch it. Goals part one is kind of the the 10 step process I go through and I learned it from a couple of different books. I didn't make it up on my own. It's just something I put together, but it is a process I go through in figuring out uh, my goals and really the steps that I need to take in order to achieve them. Uh, goals part two was grit and featuring featuring Angela Duckworth. Uh, and really the uh, the grit is the passion and perseverance to push through. Uh, to uh, an ultimate uh, goal or desire that you've got. Well, goals part three combines grit and goals. Uh, And so I also like to call goals part three, I also call this, are you the Unabomber? (laughs) Are you the Unabomber? Uh, I'm realizing more and more that I'm getting older. And uh, the older I get, the more I realize there is uh, there are particular maybe generations coming behind that don't know certain things that future of uh, uh, former generations knew. So the Unabomber, um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. This uh, a lot of this these thoughts on this comes from this book uh, Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Uh, Peter is an interesting guy. He's uh, he's part of the PayPal mafia. Uh, if you um, have followed investments over the years, PayPal was you know. Well, PayPal is PayPal. We use PayPal to pay things all the time. Uh, he's one of the guys that helped start PayPal. Uh, Elon Musk is another name that you might know with Tesla. He's also part of the PayPal mafia. Uh, and Peter Thiel, once he hit it big with that, uh, has become kind of an angel investor, uh, a, a venture capitalist. He, he likes to invest in businesses and help them get up and off the ground. He wrote this book called Zero to One, and it's just notes on startups or how to build the future. <clears throat> the idea in the book Zero to One is that um, it's not necessarily not to be afraid. The, the summary of the book is don't be afraid to um, come up with a new idea rather than just improving an old one. Um, you know, zero I- improving an idea isn't moving the needle that much, but coming up with a, with a new idea altogether. Improving an idea is one thing. Coming up with a whole new idea is a whole different thing. And a lot of people are scared to do that. And that's really what this goals part three is really all about is, is are you the Unabomber? So uh, those who don't know, uh, in my generation, I remember seeing this, this picture on the left quite a bit. Uh, that, that is the Unabomber. Uh, he looks suspiciously like a Starbucks barista on the right. Uh, and so I like to kind of, you may see him in your local Starbucks or coffee shop periodically. Uh, but here on the left, that is the Unabomber. That's the picture we saw of the Unabomber during his reign of terror. It just sounded awesome to say. So here's the question or statement. Most people act as if hard things to do are also impossible things to do. That hard equals impossible. I think we all know people like that. We all at some time in our lives have been people like that. But we see something hard and instead of seeing it as doable, we see it as impossible just because it's hard. I know raising kids, I see the struggles that my kids go through and I know those struggles because I fought through them too, but they see something as hard and 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 translate that into I just can't do it. No, you can do it. 
um, last night I was watching a football game with my, my kids and um, I'm, I'm not a I do support the Seattle Seahawks uh, because we have a lot of folks up there in Seattle but I'm a Cowboys fan but we're watching a game last night and the Seahawks are making this final drive and 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 my oldest son was like they're never going to score they're not going to score a touchdown I was like shut up yes they are it's not likely it's going to be hard but it's not impossible and boom I mean it was like seriously 30 seconds later uh, it was a it was a stripe that uh, that Russell threw and and bam touchdown boom tied it's like potential tying up the game it's crazy hard does not equal impossible. Well, an extreme representative of this view, the hard equals impossible, is Ted Kaczynski, infamously known as the Unabomber. That picture you saw on the left with the hoodie and the glasses, that's the Unabomber, that's Ted Kaczynski. A little bit about Ted. Ted Kaczynski was a child prodigy who enrolled at Harvard at 16. He went on to get a Ph.D. in math and become a professor at UC Berkeley. Who's teaching your kids? (laughs) Just kidding. Best known for his 17-year terror campaign against professors, technologists, and business people. Just wait to hear why. His brother turned him in based on a 35,000-word manifesto that Kaczynski mailed to the press. Kaczynski was pretty quiet, living in a, 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 a cabin in the middle of nowhere and sent out this 35,000-word 35, uh, manifesto, handwritten, and his brother recognized his, his handwriting and turned him in. <laughs> wow. Okay. Kaczynski claimed that in order to be happy, Every individual, quote, needs to have goals who have atta- whose attainment requires effort and needs to succeed in attaining at least some of his goals. I can get behind that. That doesn't sound crazy. In order to be happy, every individual needs to have goals whose attainment requires some level of effort and, and needs to succeed in attaining at least some of his goals. I can see that as a, as a thing to be happy, but Kaczynski went a little nuts with it. He divided human goals into three groups. All right, group number one, goals that can be satisfied with minimal effort. I got out of bed and tied my shoes. Congratulations. Goal number two, goals that can be satisfied with serious effort. (laughs) And this is where he went off the rails a bit. Number three, goals that cannot be satisfied no matter how much effort one makes. Okay, there's impossible goals out there. Here's an impossible goal for, for me. I will never be a gold medalist women's figure skater. It's impossible. Never going to do it. I'm a man. So it's not going to happen. I can get that, but, but he saw as hard goals, impossible goals. And so these, this third category was they cannot be satisfied no matter how much effort one makes. That's inspiring. Why would you try something like that? But Kaczynski's idea, <laughs> all right. So if I've got a goal like the figure skater thing, that's just impossible for me to attain. I'm just not going to do it. Kaczynski decided to take a different route. His idea was to destroy existing institutions, get rid of all technology, and let people start over and work on hard problems anew. (laughs) Rather than just saying, I'm not going to be a figure skater, he decided to blow up all the figure skaters. It's not what he did, but you get the idea here. instead Instead of working on hard things, he decided, let's blow up all the stuff that's been figured out already, and let's rediscover it. See, went off the rails a bit. What are you doing to avoid tackling new hard problems and goals? Rather than making dials, I think what I'm going to do today is clean out that closet I've been meaning to clean out. <laughs> why don't we believe that we can do the hard things? Listen, there are reasons to why we don't believe that we can do the hard things. There are reasons. Number one, incrementalism. As Peter Thiel says this. 
from an early age, we're taught that, that the right way to do things is to proceed one very small step at a time, day by day, grade by grade. You're in kindergarten. You get promoted, so the next level is first grade. You get done with first grade, next level is second grade. Incrementalism, you have to learn things incrementally. There's, there's no way that you could possibly go from kindergarten to fifth grade, only there, people do do that. But we're trained at an early age as incrementalism. So we're not thinking that we can go from doing normal things to doing a hard thing. We're not thinking that we can go from making $35,000 a year at a 9 to 5 job to suddenly making $100,000 a year in our own business. We're not thinking that we can go from, oh, it's, it's easy now for me to make $100,000 a year in personal sales, but there's no way I can make a million dollars in my own company. Because we're thinking we have to go from 100,000 income to 200,000, to 300,000, to 400,000. We're not actually convinced that we can jump from 100,000 in one year to a million the next. Well, our biggest growth was in 2003. I went from making very little in the insurance business, about 80,000 in 2002. 2003, I made 286,000. I grew about 200,000 in one year in my income. And, and here's what happened. The first nine months, I made 80,000. The last three months, I made 200. That's not incrementalism, guys. That was a jump. That was a jump. The next year, we, did our, we grossed 597,000. The next year, we grossed over a million. That was not incrementalism. You have to believe that you can jump. You don't have to just go to the next place. Risk aversion. We're taught, uh, we're, we're, we're taught this risk aversion. We are scared to make mistakes. For some, the prospect of being wrong can be unbearable. I see that in the new agent that has to learn all the products before they can make a sale. No, no, no. They have to learn all the products before they can make a dial. That's risk aversion is what they're saying. They're, they're scared of making a mistake. You're going to make a mistake. You don't know how to do this yet. You're going to make a mistake. It's okay. Complacency. Why reach when you can rest on your past successes? I've fought this myself in my own life, and I know many of you are fighting it right now. Right now, life is good. I'm paying my bills. I'm making more money than I've ever made. Why would I stretch for something harder when I, I'm pretty happy with what I got? Number four, flatness. We perceive that everyone is as competitive and capable as we are. With that assumption, we ask ourselves, if it could be done, why hasn't someone else done it? Well, then none of the first would have ever happened. If we're waiting for somebody else to do it, if we're all waiting for that, then none of the first would have, would have gone to the moon, there never would have been a car, there never would have been multiple races riding together on the same bus, for goodness sakes, if we had taken that mentality to this. You can't assume just because nobody else has ever done it that it's impossible to do. Somebody's got to be first. Why not you? But in our business, there aren't a lot of firsts. There's a lot of people that have gone before you. There's plenty of proof that it works, that it's already happened. So if you think something hard is impossible, you'll never even start trying to achieve it. A lot of times we, we talk with a new agent about just the minimums. Hey, can you just do, can you just do one app this week? Can you just do one app this week? Because they, they, just, they just believe that doing 10 apps this week is impossible. And so they never even try it. But yeah, I can do one. And they get comfortable with one, they go three. They get comfortable with three, they go five. Before you know it, they're doing 10 apps a, a week. And it's like, this is so easy. Why did I ever think this was impossible? Because it was hard. And you assume that since it was hard, it was impossible. We all do it. Well, stop it. <laughs> stop doing that. 
Stop thinking that way. Stop thinking just because it's hard. It's impossible. Because that's going to keep you in a life of mediocrity. The best you're ever going to reach is average. And I just believe I was built for more than average. I think you were created for more than average. Stop thinking like that. Just stop it. Just change. Believe that the hard is possible. And get after it. I know you can. I want to leave you with a video that uh, I think um, really just expresses how to stop thinking the way you've been thinking and start thinking a new way. I do not own the rights to this video. I got it off of YouTube. It's from Mad TV, and it is Bob Newhart, not me. <laughs> Here it comes. Uh, Dr. Switzer? Uh, yes, C come in. I'm just, just washing my hands. Uh, I'm Catherine Bigman. Janet Carlisle referred me. Oh, yes. Uh, still being a very alive in a box. Yes. Yes, that's me. <laughs> Should I lay down? Oh no, no, no! We don't, we don't do that anymore. Just, just have a seat and uh, let let me uh, tell you a, a bit about our, our billing. I, um, I charge five dollars for the for the first five minutes, and and then absolutely nothing after that. How, how, how does that sound? <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Too good to be true, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, I can I can almost guarantee you that that our session won't last the full, uh, the full five minutes. Now, um, <laughs> we don't do any insurance billing, so you would either have to pay in, in cash or by check. <clears throat> wow, okay. And, uh, and I, I don't make change. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and go. <clears throat> go. Well, tell what? me. Tell me about the problem that you wish to address. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I have this fear of being buried alive in a box. <laughs> I just, I start thinking about being buried alive and I begin to panic. Has, has, has anyone ever, ever tried to, to bury you alive in a box? No. No, but truly thinking about it does make my life horrible. I mean, I can't go through tunnels or be in an elevator or in a house, anything boxy. So what, what you're saying is you're, uh, you're claustrophobic. Uh, yes, yes, that's it. All right, well, uh, let's go, Catherine. I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, say two words to you right now. I, I want you to listen to them very, very carefully. Then I want you to take them out of the office with you and incorporate them in, into your life. Well, shall I uh, write them down? Well, it, if it makes you comfortable, it's just two words. Most we find most people can uh, can remember them. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. Here, here they are. Stop it! <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop it! Stop it! Yes. S T O P. New word. IT. So, what are you saying? <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I, I, I say two simple words, and I cannot tell you the amount of people who say exactly the same thing you're saying. I mean, this, you know, this is not Yiddish, Catherine. This is English. Stop it. So, I should just stop it. There you go. I mean, you, you, you don't want to go through life being scared of being buried alive in a box, do you? I mean, that... Sounds, sounds frightening. 
is. Then stop it! I can't. I mean, it's been with me no, since no, childhood. No, no, no. No, we, we, we don't go there. Just, just stop. So I should just stop being afraid of being buried alive in a box. You got it. Good go. Well, it's only been... It's only been three minutes, so that will be um, uh, three dollars. Well, I, I only have a five, so... Well, I, I, don't, I don't make change. Then I, I guess I'll take the full five minutes. Fine. All right. Well, what other uh, problems would you, would you like to address? <clears throat> Whew, uh, I'm bulimic. I stick my fingers down my throat. Stop it! <laughs> some kind don't don't do that but i'm i'm compelled to my mom used to call me no 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 we we don't go there but i've been having this dream no we don't go there either but my horoscope did say we definitely don't go there just <laughs> just stop it what 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 else well i have self-destructive relationships with men stop it <laughs> You, you want to be with a man, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yes. Well, then stop it. <laughs> don't be such a big baby. I wash my hands a lot. That's all right. It is? I, I wash my hands all the time. There's a lot of germs out there. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't worry about that one. I'm afraid to drive. Well, stop it! <laughs> How are you going to get around? Get in the car and drive, you, you kook. Stop it! You stop it! You stop it! What's, what's the problem, Kathy? I don't like this. I don't like this therapy at all. You're just telling me to stop it. And, and, you, and you, don't, you don't like that? No, I don't. So you think we're... We're moving too fast, is that it? Yes. Yes, I do. All right, then let me, uh, let me uh, give you ten words that I, I think will uh, clear everything up for you. Uh, you want to you get a pad and a pencil for this one? All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here are the ten words. Stop it or I'll bury you alive in a box! 